let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. KFI AM640. You're listening to The John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Happy Juneteenth. I hope most of you are enjoying a three-day weekend. It's still not really sunny outside. I am so over. I am so over May gray, June gloom. Soon it'll be no sky July. I just want like a week of sunshine. Oh No, two days in a row of sunshine. That would be great. Later this hour, what's going on with Conor McGregor? And I'll have my weird news roundup before Tim joins us. Yes, Tim did not take the day off. He may not have realized it was a holiday. Join me on the phone right now, though, is ABC's Alex Stone. There's this weird mystery in Kansas where I think it's 100 letters have gone out with some kind of unidentified white powder to various politicians, and they're trying to get to the bottom of it. And is it politically motivated? Well, I think that answers itself. Alex, thank you. What, what, can you tell us the story? What's going on? Hey there, Jane. Yeah, and the the, uh, the numbers have been going up. Uh, so we're over 100 now. And in the last couple of hours, uh, we've got federal law enforcement sources uh, who are telling us that uh, now former President Trump and Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas and some other high-profile individuals, that they have been targeted as well. So this goes outside of Kansas. Those uh, the, the letters to them were intercepted by the, the Postal Service and never got to where whoever is sending these wanted those to go. Um, but in Kansas, they have been getting there. Started on Friday. That's when about 30 of them showed up. More on Saturday. More today with the number going up. Jeez. Always to the homes of the, the mainly Republican so not their not their offices coming not to their, their offices. Homes. So somebody's doing some homework uh, in this whole thing, figuring out where they live. Uh, not to the state capitol, not to 
their campaign offices, but but uh, they know where they live. Um, and then they've been arriving daily. Now people know what they're looking for, and they're not opening them. But early on, they had no idea. They got a letter at home, opened it up, poof, the, the powder went everywhere. Wow. Um, and we're hearing from the state reps, uh, Tori Marie Blue. She got one, told us this. It was just in your typical letter envelope, and at the very bottom of it, you could feel that it was very thick. Very thick, because that's where all the powder was. Um, Did they... she say glitter envelope? Did I mishear her? No, a re- regular envelope. A regular, envelope. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. and uh, the, the letters in them, or letter envelope, I think is what she said. Um, the, the letters have been cryptic. They've been typed out. Um, one had a, at least one of them, bogus return address of a church and the name of a transgender woman who was murdered in 2021 as uh, the, the return name. Uh, most of them, the lawmakers have been saying, have no clear point in the, the letters. We got to remember 2001, the anthrax uh, scare that went on. The, that one, they decoded a bunch of stuff in those letters later on. So maybe they'll decode these and figure out that they do mean something, but on the surface... Doesn't seem like they they mean anything. All of them have had the the white powder in them, and all of the white powder so far has been deemed to be non hazardous, not a biological agent of any kind, not uh, an explosive. That they've been worried that maybe it's something like that. Another one of them went to uh, State Rep. Stephen Owens, another Republican. They were definitely very methodical and very thoughtful. This was very intentionally meant to get lawmakers to open this letter. And so, Jane, they've been doing the, the testing on all of these. Everything has come back is not dangerous. Their concern, though, is you send uh, 99 of these that are not dangerous. Mm. What if one of them is to bring down everybody's guard? So they've got to make sure that all of these are not dangerous, whatever it is. We don't know. Is it baby powder? Is it flour? Whatever it is. Um, but it's been negative so far. We uh, we were given a letter that the Kansas Republican leadership sent out to members today telling members to be on guard, to be alert, be vigilant when opening their mail, um, saying that they know it, it's been stressful. One more for you, Senator Molly Baumgartner. She got one as well. There is some message. The message is somewhat unclear, but it was intended to be threatening. And she said about her letter. Whoever sent this, you know, spent the time to look up addresses. It now appears that return addresses aren't for actual individuals, but they are actually addresses for churches. And the postmark, uh, at least for some of them, coming from Kansas City, so could be somewhat local to the Missouri and, and Kansas area, or somebody intentionally went there and mailed them from there. Um, but they're they're looking for forensics. Is there any DNA? Although, Is there, yeah. Are there fingerprints? So far, they haven't found anything, but now we know it goes outside of Kansas yeah. to former President Trump and Supreme Court and, and others, and, and so they're intercepting them as they go. Are they all Republicans that are the recipients? Yeah, I, I believe it is all, if not all, it's mostly, um, and up until now, been all state leadership in, in Kansas and now beginning to go out from there. So, yeah, some of it is just the delay in mailing something that whoever mailed it from Kansas City, they the next day got to the recipients in Kansas and then now we're talking about wherever they sent it for the former president and probably Washington, D.C. for Clarence Thomas. So are there others? Uh, you know, it could be coming to California or elsewhere. They don't know yet, but they're intercepting. And them. Kansas in particular has a divide. Well, the legislature is Republican and the governor is Democrat. And they've had they've clashed a lot over trans rights. And uh, I'm I, you mentioned that there was the name of a transgender woman in one of these is that what you yeah, said who was murdered in 2021 
Um, I'm looking at one of the letters on that CNN has printed where it is sort of this kind of, you know, Unabomber, different fonts, different things, salutations to honor your recent accomplishments. I sent you a gift from the exclusive uh, Baruch collection. It is an yeah. important not to choke on your ambition. And then there's in it's in different languages and different alphabets down in the bottom. It looks yeah, like it's so in far, Thai. They're not, yeah, they're not being they're not able to it's if there weird. is a message decoded yet. Um, and so you mentioned that the, the one politician said that it, it was clear they were trying to get you to open the letter. What is it? Was it there? And these return addresses showing churches? Are those real churches? Were those uh, phony addresses? We know one of them. Yeah, at least one of them is a real church. But then the church, you know, had nothing to do with it. They were, they were saying that wow. obviously this was not connected to them. Um, others may have phony addresses on them. But especially on Friday when, you know, you get a letter, it's addressed to you that... You think if you're a, especially a rural uh, lawmaker. Right, you, in Kansas, you know, not, yes, yes. Yeah, you're not thinking that, that anybody's trying to get you, that you get a letter, you open it up, and you look in it, um, and, and that it just looked like any other letter they would get at home and had a church return address on there and, and opened it up. Um, wow. But they've got to figure out now, is this a a real political message? Because the letter doesn't make any clarity of that. Or is it somebody, I mean, even potentially, they they got to look at everything, but somebody within their own party who's angry at how their party is, is well, yeah, working, yeah, the or conspiracy, is it on the other yeah, side? Yeah, your mind goes, Any is it... number of yes. things, yeah. Is somebody trying to cover up for what they're doing, but they they don't know yet. And But it's a lot of work, and now it's going to Clarence Thomas and, and Donald Trump. Now yeah. the fed, now it's, more. Now, yeah. it's, now it's going to be, they'll find this person. Uh, meantime, folks, don't open the mail. One more reason. I, I never get any mail I want anyhow, by the way. <laughs> I, I never, never. All the flyers, especially around election time, oh, I, people I, actually read these? I, I don't, you know, I just, it keeps the post office in business. I go straight to the landfill. The coupons? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why yeah. do they walk out and get this? <laughs> That's the real crime. <laughs> okay. Alex, thank you. You got it. Thanks, Shane. All right. When we come back, what's going on with Conor McGregor? Um the notorious, uh, I did a interview with him, oh gosh, how many years ago now? Seven or eight that went viral. And uh, at the time I thought, you know, this guy, he's got it all pulled together. He may be losing it a little bit. We'll find out. Jane Wells filling in for John and Ken, KFI AM 640. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Jane Wells filling in for John and Ken. One of them will be back tomorrow. It's John Cobelt's birthday. Let's say ha happy birthday, John. Happy, happy birthday, birthday, John. Gemini. <laughs> yes, so he's the evil twin of the Gemini. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you saw this. Richie brought it in. A United Airlines air, uh, plane bumped into a parked Delta plane at Boston Logan imp uh, Airport Friday evening. What happened is... It says in this story from uh, MSNBC, passengers were left with their hearts in their mouths after United Airlines flight clipped the tail of the park Delta plane on the tarmac. And uh, the Delta aircraft started rocking passengers back and forth. Can you imagine? At least you're on the ground. Emergency services raced to the scene. No injuries were reported. The Delta plane was eventually towed away. Both flights were delayed. Well, no kidding. <laughs> you probably had to switch planes. Uh, the United flight was coming in from Newark, I think. And so it went ahead and it went to the gate and the passengers got off. The Delta plane, they never, they must have had to switch planes. But uh, the United plane uh, pilots are going to have some splaining to do. Yeah, the winglet of the United aircraft clipped the tail of another aircraft. I, um, 
I was on a plane once. It was a, it was a Northwest. I was in Minneapolis, and I had to get to Washington D.C. for the end of the Clinton impeachment trial, which I had been covering, flying back and forth from the West Coast for CNBC primetime, and. There wasn't a direct flight just the way I had to do it. I had to stop in Minneapolis. And so they're de-icing because it's February. I think it was, I think it was Lincoln's birthday. I think it was February 12th. And they're de-icing the plane. And after that's done, the plane starts to taxi, but the de-icing guy's not out of the way. <gasps> and the and they just ran him over. Oh God. He was okay, but the plane wasn't. And so then we all had to, but I was sitting right there. It was like the William Shatner Twilight Zone episode where he sees the guy on the wing and he's like, don't you see it? Don't you see it? I was sitting there and I saw it happens. Like it was having a slow motion. Like, no. Were you banging on the window? Move, yeah, move. I, was, I was like, wait, what? And of course, this is before cell phone videos and all that sort of thing. Because what year was that? That was 1997. 90, when was the trial? No, that would have been 98, no. February 98. Oh my gosh, that's like a lifetime ago. That's 25 years ago. The Clinton impeachment was 25 years ago. Of course, we've had another president impeached twice since then. Uh, but we did finally get there. Obviously, I got there safely. I have been a fan, fan of Conor McGregor forever because I just thought he was an incredible, not just an incredible fighter, but that he had his smarts about him and he was, I did this interview with him and Nate Diaz the first time they were going to fight and the whole thing went off the rails and it went viral. But the point of the interview was that Connor was at least talking circles around Nate and I was in way over my head. Nate, that's the line that became a little bit famous later where Nate says, what is this, the money channel? Because I kept asking him questions about money because yes, it is the money channel. But Connor is now accused of sexual, he had quite a weekend in Miami. He's accused of sexually assaulting a woman at the NBA Finals. According to TMZ, you know, he seems unfazed. He was seen, you know, partying afterwards in New York City. But the woman says he took her into a restroom during game four and forced her to do some things and attempted to do some other things. TMZ has gotten two relevant, quote, very relevant videos showing her going in, taking holding his hand, going into the men's room, and then later the two of them hanging out, though her attorney says they are visibly awkward. She's gone to the police who are investigating. <clears throat> he denies any wrongdoing. Her attorney, though, has also threatened a civil suit, allegedly. But according to NBC News, she said the client is willing to discuss reasonable settlement office offers before uh, the end of last week or else proceed with the litigation. Apparently that hasn't gone anywhere. But to me, this was the same night also where he knocked out the mascot, Bernie, where he was doing some sort of promotional gimmick with the mascot who has boxing gloves on. And then he actually punches him. Bernie hits the ground and then he like hits him again <laughs> after he's down. And then he's supposed to spray this pain relief on him because that's what he's out there promoting. Well, Bernie ended up having to go to the hospital and get some pain medication, but recovering. So Connor goes on live with Kelly and Mark afterwards who asked them kind of the biggest softball of all about this. Not about the rape. That didn't come out till later, the alleged rape. 
But about knocking down this guy, here's what he said. You recently made headlines, though, uh, with this mascot <laughs> in Miami. Yeah. Can, yeah. can you tell and us what happened? before you start, let me just tell you, I'm on your side. Yeah, we're always on your side. We're on your side. No, that was, that was part of the skit. It was all a skit. We were backstage all as well. Um, it was just part of the show. It's got, amazing. It blew up, you know. <laughs> I, 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 I recently made my acting debut, and I'm not, not a bad actor, you know. Yeah. <laughs> They didn't follow up with, yeah, but the guy went to the hospital, right? I mean, this is the difference between, this is why he doesn't come on CNBC anymore. Because I would have said, we, the guy went to the hospital, what about this woman? Meantime, Dana White is not slamming Conor McGregor for hitting the mascot. He wonders what's wrong with the mascot. Like, how stupid do you have to be to get into a quote-unquote stunt? I mean, that's like going and fighting Mike Tyson, you know? You don't get in the ring with Mike Tyson. Unless you want, you know, your ear bitten off. You don't get, you don't have a stunt with Conor McGregor because this guy, this guy's a fighter. There's no, there's no like holding back with him. And so Dana White said, what's up with mascots wanting to get punched in the face by professional fighters? What do you expect? I mean, what are those mascot things made out of? He told reporters. I, I do agree. I mean, it's Conor McGregor and you're out there trying to provoke him and you think he's just going to hold back. No, he didn't. Did he hold back with the woman? We will soon find out. Jane Wells filling in for John and Ken, KFI AM 640. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm gonna talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic, and then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it would have been, Ooh, a, been the juicy. podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. 
Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Michael Rappaport, and my wife, Kibi Rappaport, starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. It is Jane Wells from CNBC filling in for John and Ken. Angel Martinez, are you anywhere able to hear me right now? Angel. I am, Jane. Oh. Hello. Oh, hello. First of all, I love hearing your voice, and it's so good to be on the air with you. Hi, how are you? Good. Likewise, <laughs> I was excited to hear you this afternoon. So my question is, first of all, I now live up on the Central Coast, and I left so early this morning because I thought I was going to hit traffic because I'm an mm -hmm. idiot and forgot, gee, why am I filling in? Because it's a holiday, and John and Ken aren't <laughs> there. And I just kind of sailed down from the Central Coast. But the mm -hmm. vice president's going to be at the Greek Theater tonight. And so, I mean, is there any traffic things people need to worry about as uh, as she participates in this Juneteenth concert there? Well, you know, definitely in the Hollywood area, as Showtime, you know, draws near, it's going to be probably extra busy. It's already a nightmare there whenever uh, there's a uh, a show Mm -hmm. happening with or with especially without the uh, vice president in town but with the vice president there it's just going to be a nightmare especially you know <laughs> heading up to the greek there's like it's never you good the greek yeah it's the never greek good no it's never good it's never good. one way in one way out yeah. and and so it's just going to be super challenging but you know um speaking of central coast and a lot of people went up to into ventura county and beyond for the holiday weekend I think that the majority of the traffic is returning into the L.A. area from what I can see right now. Oh. So traveling north, it won't be too bad. Thank you. That's all mm -hmm. I care about. I was down here the other day driving the 405 and I said, as God is my witness, I am not driving this freeway ever again. It's it's. <laughs> It the, even the even the carpool lane. This was on Saturday. A Saturday, the carpool lane uh -huh. didn't even provide me a break. It is insane. Do it something is. about that, Angel Martinez. I know you have magical powers. Thank you. Well, you know why they call it the four oh five Jane, don't you? No, because it takes four oh five hours <laughs> to get where you're going. Well, then they need to rename the one hundred one to the seven oh eight. All right. Thank you, Angel. I'll let you get back to work. I appreciate it. Okay. Uh, we have all kinds of politicians in California today trying to raise as much money as they can for the 2024 campaign. President Biden is having four fundraisers in the San Francisco area. He was greeted by Gavin Newsom coming off uh, Air Force One. Kind of, I don't know if that's someone he wants to be seen with a lot because everybody's, well, a lot of people want Gavin Newsom to run. Uh, Democrats want Gavin Newsom to run and is sort of young, old, young, old. But also here and just in time is Ron DeSantis, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Yes, he's come to California also to raise money. He's in Sacramento. We are we are the nation's breadbasket and the nation's political ATM. He came here to, quote, see firsthand the disastrous results of liberal governance. Uh, great. Thank you. I hope you have a nice time. And as he's arriving, it's just in time because there's um, he's released this ad which takes digs at California in particular, called Needles and Feces. And you're going to hear part of it now. And what you do is you hear news reports and a little bit of Gavin Newsom interspersed with Ron DeSantis speaking behind a podium. So you'll sort of see that difference in audio. And here's part of it. 
Newsom admits the state has not made progress on the homeless crisis. Rising crime in San Francisco. Needles and feces outside. These children are witnessing drug use, violence, sex acts, public defecation, and urination on a daily basis. We have had a great experiment this is in governing philosophies. I see what everybody's seeing, asking myself, what the hell is That's going Newsom. on? I mean, look like a third world country. We've witnessed a great American DeSantis. From states governed by leftist politicians. California exodus certainly continues. Businesses are leaving the state at a faster pace. Florida is the fastest growing state in the nation. Florida's unemployment numbers are historically low. Crime in Sunshine State dropped to a 50-year low. This is a result of better governance in states like Florida. That's DeSantis. It is a result of poor governance in these left-wing states. <laughs> That's why people are moving. You know, the reason why they had to have that music build and build and build and build on, he is not a compelling speaker to me. I, and the more he should have just rested on his laurels of keeping Florida open during COVID and schools open and businesses open and their mortality rate was not particularly bad as a result and kids didn't suffer the way they've suffered. But instead, he's sort of doing these weird, you know, putting illegal immigrants on buses and banning books and going to, mostly going to war with Disney. Why, as a Republican governor, you would go to war and call one of your best, perhaps your largest private employer, woke to the point where they want to start cutting back expansion in Florida is beyond me. But that's his ad now attacking, which I do kind of love. I mean, you know, needles and feces. Imagine you are the anchor who could needles and feces, which um, is pretty accurate. I don't know if you saw the story out of Beverly Hills. The KFI newsroom gave this one to me. This is Beverly Hills. Video footage shows an Uber delivery driver appearing to urinate in an apartment hallway after delivering food in Beverly Hills on Saturday night. The man in the video appears to deliver food to North Oakhurst Drive and Civic Center Drive and then walks down a staircase where he stops to seemingly urinate in the corner. Moments after, the customer opens his front door to retrieve his food, and the delivery driver takes off down the stairs. Uber says they're investigating it. Um, the company also confirmed that they've reached out to both the customer and the driver. Well, forget the customer. Reach out to the driver. Additional footage, excuse me, additional footage shows another neighbor cleaning up the urine in the hallway. This is not, you know, the third world. This, well, it is the third. Beverly Hills is now part of the third world where people urinate in hallways in 2023. Needles and feces. By the way, is it going to do DeSantis any good? I'm looking at the latest 538 for what it's worth in terms of polling. Polling, you know, you have to have a huge grain of salt. Does anybody want to talk to a pollster? No. So take all polling with a grain of salt. But according to the latest 538, Trump in the Republican side still has 50, almost 54 percent. DeSantis at 21 percent. Then Pence way back in third at five and a half percent. Nikki Haley behind him, Tim Scott, et cetera, et cetera. On the Democrat side, let me check this quick. Because, you know, RFK the third, uh, I, I'm just saying, folks. He's got Elon Musk, Joe Rogan. He's going to pull in people from both sides with various parts of his agenda. A lot of it, I think, is wacko. But 
The current polling, uh, there are two polls right now showing Biden with 62% to Kennedy's 15 or 54% to 14. Now, he hasn't even really started doing anything yet. And he's already in the double digits against Biden. That would be crazy. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if RFK the third gets the nominee? If it's like Kennedy versus Trump, can you even? Yes, I can actually because it's America. I can imagine that. And if he weren't named Kennedy, this would not happen. He would not. He would not. He would not even be a blip on the screen. I just, I'm always wrong about these things, but I think that guy. Let's just see what happens. I don't think he's going away. Okay, Jane Wells filling for John and Ken, KFI AM 640. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. And up next will be Tim Conway Jr., who just happened to meander by. You're working. Big dog with you. Yes, I'm working. <laughs> I didn't know that John and Ken were working. I was in meetings uh, all day, and, uh, and I didn't get to listen to the station. And, and I didn't know you were in. All of a sudden, you're there. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I know. It's magical. Yeah. No, no, you're not the only one who wasn't listening today. And uh, <laughs> and then somebody, uh, I think it was you, said, uh, oh, I'm surprised you're working today. I'm like, well, look, if John and Ken don't work and I don't work. No, don't go there. And then Mo Kelly walks in. How far is the station come? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I slid it. Is Mo working tonight? I I, I feel embarrassed to take uh, this day off. I don't think it's 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 it was created for guys like me. <laughs> Moving on. Yes. The woman uh, that that knocked on her coffin. Right, and then she's still alive. No, she's actually she dead died now. again. All right. Now, do they have to pay for two funerals? Or the doctor should pay for this. The guy who says, right. you know what, she's dead. Yeah, right. She's uh, not no, with us doc, anymore. She's not dead. She's like but knocking on the coffin. You know, that's a guy texted me or emailed me and said, hey, that's where the term comes saved by the bell. Because they used to they used to bury in coffins in Ireland. They'd put a bell in there for you in case you were, you know, you're alive. You can ring oh the bell. God. And then I looked that up and it's BS. Oh. It's a boxing term. I would have totally believed it because you get so drunk in Ireland. Oh, yeah. That like dead drunk. And then they think, oh, you know, Seamus right. is gone. Right. <laughs> Seamus comes too. Where's my bell? There's a great song about uh, about a guy. Um, uh, what's it? He died of thirst. It was a guy who had died. You know, he'd come in, he'd wipe out the bar. It's an old, uh, you know, um, not a wives' tale, but a, but an old uh, poem, I guess. <laughs> and he would come in and wipe out, drink everything in the bar, and then he passed out, and everyone thought. He died because he had 900 drinks. No, he died because he was still thirsty after 900 drinks. Still wanted more. He's here all night, folks. Look, the Irish stereotypes are still celebrated by everybody, including well, the Irish. Well, look, I have Irish in me. I can say it's a sort of thing where you can get away with it because you're you got the DNA. Right. Well, like, but, but other people can as well. Like, for instance, what is the name of the number one Irish football team in America? What's their mascot? Oh, what, what are they called? The leprechaun. Well, the fighting Irish. The fighting Irish. Right. Right. Now, not in, not on the mic, but plug in any other stereotype of any other person. And, and that's not the name of the right, team. Right, 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 right. Yeah, well, can't do it. No, you can't. Right. No, nor should you. <laughs> Uh, but look, they're cha they change Redskins, they change Indians, and nobody even talked about changing the fighting Irish. The leprechaun who's drinking and fighting. You still have the Chiefs. 
Right. Okay. And by the way, I think the Chiefs don't have newspapers or the internet. I don't think Kansas City has newspapers or the internet because they still do the tomahawk chop. I know. I'm shocked. Yeah. With the, oh. and, uh, and Florida State still has the Seminoles, but I will say their mascot is the biggest badass. It's. I don't know if you've seen him. Yes, I have seen him. Yes. He's, he's. What is it? Aria. Aria. I, I can't remember the name of the Seminole chief. Right. He comes Huge. out with the flaming thing. And it's amazing. Yeah. I, I I would so I don't know you know but yeah fighting Irish yeah well you know what are you gonna do the drinking fighting Irish you know. it's, they're not quite called the drinking fighting Irish well <clears throat> the leprechaun that would be Conor McGregor whom we talked right. about earlier <laughs> right and by the way did he really punch that mascot that hard that sent him to the hospital well they said the guy got hurt and had to be treated with pain medication he went on live with Kelly and Mark uh, okay. uh, where they tossed him a softball where they didn't say did that guy really have to go to the hospital they just said what's with this controversy about you hitting him he just said oh it was just a stunt uh dana white of the ufc is saying what an idiot the mascot is like why as i said earlier it's like saying oh yeah i'll get in the ring with mike tyson no 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 for a stunt no but there's a bigger question with mark and kelly how long they've been married a long time like 30 years 25 30 years okay Imagine being married for 30 years and you say to your husband, I got an idea. Let's spend more time together. <laughs> you imagine that? Uh, well, and let's be competing hosts on the same show. That's right. Right. You know, that's and, just, and intimate like, details come out. It's like co-anchoring the news, which, uh, oh, gosh, news anchors in this town who have married, not news anchors anywhere who have married. Right. Not, not, not a good combo. No, because it's based on on lust. And not love. And then they find out outside of the newsroom, the guy's an a-hole. <laughs> or, but the problem is, too, it's a specific type of person. Uh, Crozier's pointing at the camera. It's a specific type of person to be a news anchor or to be in television, you know? And two of you, it, right. it's, like, it's like magnets on the same polarity. It's ding, ding. Yeah, right. no dong. <laughs> What's on the show? <laughs> What's on the show tonight? Hey, guys, you got to save that audio. Uh, <laughs> no, with the, <laughs> no, with Jane Wells saying no dong. Uh, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to see you. Nice to see you. Jane Wells, look oh, at you. Thank you. In thank studio. You. Thank In you. studio. Thank you. Woo! All right. Uh, Ken will be back tomorrow. John's still celebrating his birthday. So That's right. 19th. Jane Wells, KFI AM 640. Here's the news. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. 
to the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.